everyone. Welcome to episode 33 of the Doodlecast. Hi, I'm your host, Swinky, and I'm so happy to have you here with us. Hi there. I'm not alone. See, I'm not snapping my fingers. Who's doing it? Oh, well, it's none other than you. Can you say hi? Hi. Hi. Enjoy the show. It's time for some silly happy. <laughs> you enjoyed that? I noticed today that you're good at beatboxing. Can I say things other than hi? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I didn't know if, if I, <laughs> the board was open to oh, other no, words than hi. Oh, no, you can also hi. say other words, oh, okay. baby. Whew. Oh, you really had me there. Yes. You're not going to compliment me on my accessories? Well, first, uh, first of all, um, let me compliment you on your accessories. Thank you. Second of all, well, whence, wherefore art thou so decorated, my darling? Well, I was looking in the cupboard for things to wear for the show to be serious. Mm -hmm. And then I realized that I have a lot of jewelry that I haven't used in months. Some in years because uh, nothing has been happening. (laughs) (laughs) We haven't been performing. I haven't really been doing any big shows. So uh, I thought, hey, why not wear my things? So I'll be wearing jewelry. I can't wear earrings because uh, I have headphones, but I'll be wearing things. How's that? I, I hope they like this idea because they're stuck with it for the next hour. Yeah. Whether they like it or not, they better get used to it. Mm-hmm. Could you show the, the most amazing bobule down at the bobble? Bobble. Bobble down Bobbles, at the bottom. Bobbles, bangles, see how they jing jing a It's a butterfly. It's a, f- a fan got this for me. Actually, a fan got this for me and this. I think they noticed that I like red. So mm. I ended up getting a lot of red. And where where the the yellow one come from, if I may this ask, one, if not I a fan? This one, I think, was a, a hand-me-down. <laughs> I do buy jewelry. I mean, I used to buy jewelry when I was a, uh, when I used to perform a lot. <laughs> when I was a star. When I was a star, <laughs> baby. When I used to be on stage every day, I used to buy jewelry. But I usually I used to. I buy didn't get small. The stage is dead. <laughs> The stages disappeared. That's what happened. Um, and I, I used to go to places like H&M, Forever 21, because they had these... <laughs> to they, really splash out. Yeah, because so you can buy a lot of, uh, you can buy a lot of uh, jewelry for a, a, a little money. <laughs> hmm. And they last kind of long, a year, two, three years. Yeah, that was my life as a singer, baby. <laughs> I've never smoked in my life. I, is this how you hold cigarettes? Hold on. Let me use a pen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I used to be. Yeah, most stages. most smokers just jam it into their <laughs> cheek. <laughs> I don't know, Pew. I don't have many vices. Oh my. Well, then it's time to get into um, ask. Kiss my aunt, Swinky says. Are you Ooh, ready for this week's question? I am. Ask me. What advice mm. do you have for people with vices? So it's the advice vice question. Ooh, if you have a vice, um, if it's harming you. You should reconsider. Maybe you should try other vices. <laughs> <laughs> other less harmful vices. Other less harmful ones, right. Because people are wired differently. And sometimes people do need that thing that helps them feel like they're uh, loosening up or losing control a little bit. So um, just find something that doesn't harm you as much. Uh, if it's if it's harming other people, then definitely stop doing what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, because that's not that's not cool. That's not cool. We're sharing this world together. You have to together. You have to think about other people because we live in a society. Yeah. So, um, for example, uh, what's my vice? Do I have a vice? Well, that was I my, that cookies. was my next question. Mm-hmm. Was what what are the most wicked vices that you've had to endure? 
endure in your lifetime? Gosh, if we're just uh, narrowing down to substances, I would say I love cookies and particularly digestive. That's like, um, what's what's your worst trait? I care too much. No, no. I, that's, I'm saying if we're narrowing down to substances, I used Sounds to have like a problem. Sounds like if we're narrowing down to nice things that anybody can enjoy. No, Let's talk no. about vices. Like actual vices? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to drink a lot when I was in, um, when I just graduated from uni. Well, that's wretched and I look down on you now. You do? No, of yeah, course but not. I, I, really? No, why would um, I? And I overdid it. I think the wake up call for me was when um, I vomited in public. It was very Wait, embarrassing. Where, where did you, was it Rapungi or? It was from Rapongi. <laughs> oh, oh, and I, wait, I, was it on a train? Where were it you? It was on a train. Oh my god, that's the worst. I know it's the worst. It's bad enough if you're if you're Japanese, but mm-hmm. to be a foreigner and puking vomiting, on the train is like humiliating. It's but so horrible. I know, but have you ever done it before? It's really bad. Um, I'm trying to remember though. It was in Japan. The last time I puked was in Japan, and it mm. wasn't even the night we got drunk. It was the next morning. I tried to drink some vitamin water, mm. and everything came up. Came I out. made it through the oh whole night, God. slept mm. for five hours or something, mm. and then just lost it the oh the next God. morning. It was, and this is the thing: is that I used to drink until I blacked out. So I don't remember what happened before that. I just remember after I vomited, my friend was there with me, and he was very worried about me. And pop. Uh, yeah, oh, oh, yeah. oh, he's not the kind I'd like to make worry. No, no, like, he, he was very, he was very sweet yeah. the whole time to you to so make him fret. So always treated me like a little sister. Mm-hmm. And I think he's the one who pulled me out of wherever we were. It was some event and I decided, oh, I'll just stay. <laughs> and I ended up getting really drunk. And I remember these old Japanese ladies, because it must have been the next morning. They were going to work. Mm-hmm. I was trying to get home. And they, they, you know, they gathered all the tissues they could and they covered it. And I was crying and I was saying, I'm sorry. Pop was apologizing. And the old Japanese ladies were like, Daijobu, Daijobu, it's okay, it's okay. But I was thinking... You know what favor they had done you in that moment? What? They had rounded it up to the flu or a stomach virus. They were not assuming that you were blackout drunk from the night before. And it was <laughs> very, very kind of them. Yeah, yeah. And it made me... That's one of the things that made me wake up because it wasn't the first time I'd blacked out. The other mm. time I'd blacked out, uh, apparently I was speaking in tongues in Kikuyu, somewhere in Ropongi, and my friend had to call someone else to come and uh, get us. Yeah, yeah, so you're freaky deaky, just so you know. I know. So my advice, I guess, mm-hmm. I, I, it doesn't come to mind because I don't do it anymore, but it's, it's alcohol. I cannot, I have no control. I just don't know how to handle it. That uh, begs a question. Mm. You remember that night we went to the base for that barbecue mm-hmm. and you were being like a total wild sex kitten crawling oh across God, the picnic tables? Oh my God, I remember tables? that. I remember. You were, okay, you were not blacked out that night. I didn't black okay. out for that one, no. I okay, you cannot well. hold your liquor at I all if not. there's one thing we've learned about you. <laughs> it's terrible. I mean, there's some people who can mm-hmm. and, and you are not among them, them. I'm not one of them. I don't think my body is made for any kind of liquor. Maybe because I didn't grow up with with, with it at all. Like I first drank alcohol when I went to to Japan. Maybe it's because you weigh 10 pounds soaking wet <laughs> and then you drink half a bottle of vodka. That was dumb. And you know what? Which one I used to? I used to like black Russian. I was such an idiot. Black Russian and white Russian. Oh, white Russians are the bomb. That no, was my drink no, of, no. of choice back no, in the day. That's the drink for idiots who don't know their limits. <laughs> like me. <laughs> I don't know. I never had trouble with white Russians. Really? Oh, my gosh. I don't even remember what they were. I just remember saying, white Russian, and everyone would go, woo! 
Did I tell you? Peers are the worst. They're always pressuring you. It's so terrible. Yeah, go. And they go, chug, 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 chug. And then what do you do? You go ahead and chug. Yeah, yeah. And you've only had that kebab at that Turkish place. Okay, I will not stand for trash talking kebab on this podcast. I know, those te- kebab saved a lot of nights. Nights. Anyway, the point is, uh, if your vice is harming you, you need to step mm-hmm. back and you Even- need to get help. Did I get help? I didn't really get help. I just no, stopped. you just stopped. You yeah. stopped. You're, you're a woman of incredible will. Oh, and God, it does not surprise know. me that you just stopped one day. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't fun anymore. It was just embarrassing. And I mean, for me, sometimes the gauge is, would mom enjoy watching me? In See, this now state. that, yeah. if, if, if only Kanye West had learned that gauge. Really? <laughs> yeah, if mom wouldn't say, oh, I think you're having fun, then no. Yeah, it's, no. it's hard it's out not, for you. Yep, I'm not, I'm not doing it. Yeah. And that's Kiss My Aunt Swinky Says. That was an intense Kiss My Aunt Swinky Says. I was it not was. expecting it to go well, quite you know, that I tried far to, off. I the... tried to keep it simple with, with my current vices. I, you say simple, I say disingenuous. Please no, continue. with my current vices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, my current vices right now Cookies, are Cookies, going things. for walks, sitting no. in the sunlight, S- no, those are donating vices. to forest charities. Overeating sweet things, baby. That's, that's a vice. You have like a teaspoon of honey with your chamomile. That is not... <laughs> I do like sweet things. Not too sweet. I just like them, but throughout the day. Hint, hint. If you want to send me nice digestives, I like the ones um, that, that have a lot of, of, of crunch. Mm. And then you can dip them in, in hot milk. Yes, you can. Yeah. With a little bit of honey mm-hmm. and some cinnamon and just a, a sprinkle of nutmeg a in nutmeg. there. nutmeg. That's what Pew made me last mm-hmm. night. You're nice. I love you oh, very Pew, much. Oh, Pew, we're yes. here raking me over the calls. What are your vices, Pew? Oh, me? I care too much. I love too hard. <laughs> I'm too compassionate. You're so mean. Wait, what do you... I, I, let's play an even more fun game. Mm-hmm. What are my vices? You tell me. Cutting to Swinky in one, two, three. Oh my! Uh, gosh, I don't know if it I, counts as a vice. I hope to one day be a troll, mm-hmm. so I can. I mean, an under the bridge troll. Not an. I'm already an internet oh, like troll, th- <laughs> so that I can say yeah, things that it. rhyme all the time like that. <laughs> anyway, what are my vices? Oh gosh, pew. You snap. Hmm. But I it's know. not. It has, I've got it so have many yo mama jokes in my back pocket. It doesn't have. You don't really have sub vices that involve substances. I don't think you do. You don't. My so you're saying my vice is kind of like that that um that rage adrenaline. Yeah. When yeah. it hits, I'm like, here we go. Yeah, you go from you go from zero to one hundred very quickly, instantly. Oh, my other vice is mixing up the edit button so that I'm on you when I'm supposed to be on me and vice versa. <laughs> no, I, that, I think that's the that's the one. At least that's the one that affects me the most. Mm. Yeah. Well, to which I I rebut. Mm-hmm. Um, it's usually your fault. Let's see how she responds to that. In three, two, one, go. Are you guys listening? Are you hearing? Th- Please someone yell at him in the comments. Please. Okay. Let me preemptively say <laughs> none of you have to yell at me. I know what was wrong about what I just said. But if you want to, if it's your thing, please be my guest. You're warmly welcome. No, you don't really have vices, booby. I think um, I think you had them before, but oh, no, not anymore. Get into it. Wait, what were your vices? Substance? Oh, back in college, yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved like yeah. uh, downer pills. I yeah. loved, I loved popping sedatives. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> and I washing didn't know them down that. with booze. It was great. 
If you want if you want a Vicodin to be even better than itself, take it with gin. Oh my goodness. Do you know how I recoil from even prescription drugs? Mm-hmm. Even the ones that the doctor says, okay, this is what you need to take for this amount of time. Mm-hmm. Even then, I'm still going, mm, I don't know. I'm not so sure about this. Sounds a little sketchy to me, this <laughs> medicine. And by that time, I had an infection or something they thought might be an infection. They just detected antibodies in my, my, my urine sample, something like mm-hmm. that. And then they said, oh, you should take uh, antibiotics for a week. And I said, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Check back with me in a week, and if I need them, then I'll consider it. <laughs> I, I mean, I understand. Of course, if it's if it's severe, if it's mm-hmm. it's definite, this is what's happening. You need this medicine. Take it now. Then I would. But uh, no, I didn't. I just drank a lot of water, and I was better. I, I wrote a joke this morning. Do you want to hear it? I want to hear it. Okay, it's really dumb. If you're excited, please revise your emotions right now. Okay. 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 Are you not excited? <laughs> um. I think the neighbors are barbecuing. Oh, okay, okay, like that's what that smell fluid. is. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's our house. Our house. Do do in, in the, the middle, middle of the street. street. Our, our house. house. Okay, tell me the joke, baby. You are appropriately not excited for the joke because we just talked about half a dozen other things instead of the joke. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> okay, um, so you're you're is it a, you're pregnant, right? We yes. can talk about that mm-hmm. on the air. And you take uh, prenatal multivitamins, right? Yes. Okay, here's the joke. Mm-hmm. Um, you take so many vitamins that you should just call them invitamins. Because you invite them into, into your mouth. Ah, okay. You invite them in. <laughs> Nature can. <laughs> That's a silly. Is that a bad Pew, joke? Is there a vice you want to share on no. the, on air like no, 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 I no. did? Uh, obviously not. Okay, yeah. <laughs> no, I've I've had my vices in college. It was mm-hmm. pills. I think in Japan it was the ladies. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm happy to live a quieter life as I uh, careen towards my autumn years. <laughs> careen. <laughs> yeah. Careen haphazardly. I think the thing is uh, you have to wake up. If it takes too long, like if you're still, if you're in your 40s or 50s and you're still dealing with the same problems you had when you were in your 20s, then... Uh, yeah. Have new problems yeah, when you hit your de- 30s and 40s right. and 50s and 60s. I don't want to be popping pills and chasing skirts at this stage of my life. <laughs> yeah, you, you kind of have to um, take it upon yourself to grow up. Yeah, mm. that's the, it's something you have to do. Oh my gosh, that was so embarrassing. Do you want to barrel into the next... Yep, you please take me out of this shame zone. I feel I see no shame in it. I think. And now we would like to honor the people that are supporting us on Patreon. We love you. Thank you so much. Um, I wrote down your nicknames, so I'm gonna say your nicknames. Here we go. My jam. Share. J Dog Brand Money. Yo, what up, J Dog? <laughs> Miss Kiernan. Jans. Marta. G E M G. Can we call Marta the Martian? The Martian, I like that. Okay. Andy, Rima, Salines, Emily, Mama Pew, and Baba Pew. We love you so much. Thank you for supporting us and being there for us. Um, uh, we we're just grateful for you guys. I mean, you know, no matter ups and downs, lots of content, little content. You guys are still there for <laughs> us, and we we love you and appreciate you. Thank you so much for supporting us. All right, that was... Let me note, Martian, 
Yes. Yes, Marta the Martian. Marta the Martian. We miss her. I miss her at least. I'm not going to speak for you. You you might be sick to death of she's her. She's an iconoclast. She's a very she's very of my friends. I mm-hmm. have all kinds of friends, but of my close friends, she's one of oh, the odd okay. ones. Okay, you have Very all kinds of friends. Yeah, Aren't you just so popular? Yeah, Jeez, I'm friendly, Louise. I'm friendly and I'm kind. Mm-hmm. Is Marta the Martian more of an iconoclast than any of my friends? Uh, I would say because so. Because this is a competition. Let me tell you, Marta, when I met her, <laughs> Marta was reading. I'm going to drop know, the bomb on you after you make Japanese this case. Japanese literature from the 18th century. Mm hmm. From the 18th century, like even modern Japanese can't read that kind of <laughs> that mm-hmm, kind of literature. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. so dense mm-hmm. and it's written so mm-hmm. intricately. Pew! Are you going to show off about one of your friends? Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. my friend is so cool. She's so smart. I'm going to say one word, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> two or three syllables, depending on how you pronounce it. Okay. Catherine. Boom. Catherine. Catherine. Oh, she's fascinating. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So who's got the most iconoclastic friend? <laughs> I, I'd say it's a draw. They're different <laughs> in that way. Yes. Wow. All right. Yeah, you have good friends. Well, I don't want good friends. I don't want to pen you in mm-hmm. if it's a draw. Let's get to Comentopia. <laughs> Phew, you are dropping them. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> Comments. This comment was on a video. For Don't Walk Away. You know the song? Don't walk away, boy. The melody right. is in stark contrast to the spooktacular music that's playing, but please. <laughs> uh, it's, it's from a, 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 a subscriber called Artur, or Arthur, without an H. Um, so he says, how about adding some wet effects on the voice so that it goes, if, so that it gets spread through the audio? You know, some deep character. And then I responded and I said, well, sometimes uh, the I, I don't want to do too much. You've listened to some of my tracks, but be the ones mm-hmm. where I I use reverb. might go a little bit overboard on reverb. the reverb. Yeah, it sounds like you're in a, you're in a, in a dungeon, uh, deep, deep underground. So um, sometimes I just try to mix it up a little bit and that's it. But thank you for your comment. And it's so nice to hear from people who are actually listening and even giving suggestions. I appreciate that a lot. I do. And that's all for me from Comitopia. Nature Cam. Just a quick review from this morning. Yes. Uh, Jerry was out and he had a friend with him. I'm not sure if he's got like a little girlfriend girlfriend. or something. It's a getting busy up in the tree. (laughs) Making new squirrels. Yeah. Oh, we're going to have a whole litter of squirrels (laughs) this year. It'll be so cute. Gosh, that increases the likelihood of us catching more in the Nature Cam. Yes, More action yes. from them. Also, it increases the likelihood of plagues being communicated in this oh, neighborhood. Yeah. <gasps> I think we should go to the news. Already? If you're right. No, no, no. You have to tell us your thing. Oh, because here's the thing. is mm. the It's all pre-programmed. Okay. So it, we're kind of up against the That's wall. That's okay, Pew. Tell us your thing because I'm excited for the news. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, look forward to the news. I have stories for you. Yeah. All right. Sounds, that's quite a tease. Mm-hmm. In no, the news. Ooh, you're such a tease. Oh. That's a friend by song by one of my friends. Her name is T. Hey, T. That's quite a T. Tease. Yeah. Here we go. Time to sip. Grab your drink, everybody, wherever you are around the world. Here we go. Hmm. <sighs> it's 
very nice. Did I hit the marks with that yeah, shamel mile? Yeah, good job, Pianos. Excellent. Very happy to hear it. Moving Thank on to you. the next segment. <laughs> Swanky News Network presents The War on Crickets. I, I like the music. This week, I don't have any updates. Um, there were no crickets because I think it's getting colder and therefore they don't have as much energy to carry out their orgies. So there haven't been any crickets in the house. Uh, maybe out there in the field, there's something. I don't know. I haven't heard from Commander Pew because uh, he's planning a coup. So I'm not sure what his... his uh, Wait, what's his name? Field Commander Pew. Thank you for getting it right at least once. <laughs> I don't know what his plans are because as you remember from the last up- update, he was um, al- already instigating some sort of coup. So uh, unless he speaks for himself, I'm just going to say that there's no news from the from the front lines. Friends, countrymen, <laughs> brothers, soldiers, husbands and fathers of the Glendale Theater. For too long have we been under the heels of President Swinky. For too long have we fought an endless war on crickets. I implore you to rise, rise with me. And in 2022, we will vote for liberty, we will vote for peace, and we will vote for an end to the conflict in the Glendale Theater. Okay, so so wow. you heard the man. There's a lot going on out He's, there. That's a really impassioned speech, a call to mutiny. Uh, I would say, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, he, he didn't even bother to include sisters and mothers. So I'm going to say to everyone, because I'm the president of everyone, I'm going to say, please, people, let's, let's be peaceful. We have a common enemy. They're uh, invaders that come when it's hot and they decide that our house is a good place to, to settle down and have their babies in. And we disagree. So um, uh, my friends and fellow comrades living in the same space, which is Earth, uh, let's reject this rhetoric. Let's go back to love. This is I'm producer Pew checking in with you. Uh-huh. And um, look, you know that I personally mm-hmm. have been in full support of your leadership throughout not just this war, but your entire presidency. <laughs> uh-huh. But when I hear rhetoric like that out in the field among the commoners mm-hmm. and it's contrasted with the politics as usual at home speech from you, mm-hmm. It makes me wonder if you are uh, perhaps putting yourself at a disadvantage by being ignorant of the the vox populi. I, I <clears throat> okay. So this is the thing. There's the danger of alienating a whole subset of the of the of the nation of the population that believes in the rhetoric that you are spewing. That Me? field Who? commander Pew. Yeah, I didn't. I I am in full <laughs> support of your presidency and have been from day one. That field commander Pew is mm. spewing. So, um, I I'm aware of that danger, mm-hmm. and I will. I'm prepared for it. That's why I said everyone, everyone. I represent everyone. We are one. We have a common enemy, and that enemy is not us. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. And I have complete respect for your leadership as it has stood f- since your um, 
not inception. What do they call it when you become a president? Inauguration. Pres- inauguration. <laughs> that's the one. As president of the Glendale Theater. My coronation. Theater. Yes, your coronation <laughs> of the Glendale Theater. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I will remain in full support of you and your efforts to lead this country out of the war on crickets. Um, <laughs> Pew, if you can talk to Field Commander Pew mm-hmm. uh, for us and tell him that I'm stretching out my arm across the table, the very long table because he's really far, just I, I want all the way peace. over in the driveway stomping <laughs> on crickets for you yes I, I want him to know that we can be friends and i promise him the post of prime minister if he comes and joins our coalition it'll be a coalition of the willing and here's one of the things that i really do respect about your leadership mm-hmm. is um you have not given him any military demerits mm. As a coup is happening right <laughs> He's still you. field commander Pew. <laughs> yes. That's so the really, kind of leader I, that's I am. That's the leadership I that I think yes. this this uh, Glendale, the, the community in Glendale needs right now mm-hmm. is is a unifier, mm. not not this populist rabble rouser. Yeah. I mean, there's a, a phrase, you hear it a lot when you talk about the big one. Mm-hmm. It's a fomenting anger. <laughs> and it sounds like that's what's going on that's outside. That's what's going but on we out need, there. We need mm. a calm, steady hand one like yours, to lead us out of this. Thank you. Thank you for that endorsement. Yes. Please reach out to your friend. And next week we'll have a, an update. We'll see, I'm, where, th- I'm we'll th- see where this yes. heads. This okay. is really spiraling out of control <laughs> quickly. Let's do this together. <laughs> and Nature Cam. Next segment. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like this one. Yeah. All right. Um, this is kind of where <laughs> this is the one segment where I kind of uh, take center stage clearly. Like in that last segment, I did not go overboard at all. <laughs> you finally get to yeah, I finally get to express myself a little bit. Take a little bit of the shine away, but quietly this time. Yes. So um, here's what we've got this week is I've got two kind of half-baked ideas. We, we, I turned in two features in the last month, mm-hmm. which is, uh, you know, no small feat. Let's, let's be realistic here. Um, so I've been working on Good these. Good job, Pew. That's yeah. a, it's very challenging. But I, you did it. You did it. We did it. Together. Together. Um, so I've got these kind of like two ideas that are halfway there. Neither one is anywhere pitchable. Mm. But I wanted to put them both on the table and see if there was any feedback from the listening community, if that's okay. Okay. So the first one is untitled currently, mm. and it's, uh, I was, well, we'll get to Marriage Story later, but we were watching that and I was thinking like, this is a uh, slam dunk mm. because it's the kind of script that any actor at any level, no matter how high up on the ladder they are, mm. they would see that script and go, give me, give me that right now. <laughs> give me that right <laughs> now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been trying to think of like a premise that could could attract talent like that, that, that mm-hmm. would just be kind of flypaper to them, that yeah. once they saw the first 10 pages, <laughs> they can't put it down, and yeah. they're calling their agent, like, how do we make this happen? Who is this writer? How do we... Mm. Uh, anyway, so the, the premise I came up with this week, and, you know, look, guys, it's going to be about babies. That's what's on my mind. What do you freaking <laughs> want at this point? Yeah, it's inevitable, right? But now. anyway, the, I, and I have no idea what the legality of this would be or how how... Uh, vicious this would be uh, how, how impossible this would be to pull off with current American legislation I don't mm. know what the laws are but the basic premise is it takes place during COVID mm. um, there's a young couple they're about to have a baby the mm. baby is born three months premature and because of COVID related restrictions mm. the father can't 
the parents can't be in the hospital. They can't just hang out there all day mm. because they aren't allowed in because mm. it's essential staff only. Mm. Um, so the father does this thing where he gets a job as like a janitor at the hospital so he can keep a better eye on his child. And as he does this, as this mm. unfolds and moves forward, um, things start to fall apart at home because he's picking up every shift he can, working 80 hours a week um, and feeling increasingly bitter at his wife for not being so mm. dedicated to the project of keeping an eye on their children yeah. and they start to become increasingly distant. He's not sleeping well. Uh, that leads to kind of this bending of reality when he can't tell what's awake and what's not awake mm. and all the chaos that flutters out from there all the paranoia the fear that bubbles up over the three months while the thing is in the incubator and that's that's as far as i've gotten with that one what are your thoughts wow um baby honestly i think it's it's feasible and it can be rooted in reality and i say this especially because uh in recent months i've been mm. dealing with a close relative going through some sort of psychosis and yeah of, and you're yeah. aware of how how much uh insomnia takes mm. off your edge to, yeah. to be rational about other things right you even lose your sense of self you stop yeah. being yourself you stop doing everything that made you you that's mm -hmm. gone and uh so i i i like this i like this I, i'm not i don't think i'm as skilled as an, an, an actress as you need for this script so i won't even audition wait maybe i should audition after yeah, that audition what difference <laughs> does it make it's i'll audition yeah this is a script i want to see written baby sounds but good. it would be good it's the kind of thing it's like a, a, a group and a small pertinent. group of five six maybe ten actors at most if you yeah. include all the supporting parts uh -huh. they could really sink their teeth into yeah. lots of lots of good tension pulling everyone apart and the mm. stakes are so high. Mm, mm, mm. All right. So that's the one half-baked idea. No okay. idea where that one's headed. All right. Um, and the other one... I think it's going to be good because you, uh, you started the Christ like that. Wait, which way? With a half-baked idea. With a half-baked idea. Yeah. <laughs> They're all half-baked at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's inevitable. Mm-hmm. And the, other, the next one. Mm. Yeah, the next one. Man, you are so impatient. Look no, at no, you. No, no, no. I'm curious. You are I want to know. You're such a thirsty little one, aren't you? I, I want to know what the next one is. Okay. The next one isn't even a pitch. So mm. I had this idea for a title of a film that I really like. <laughs> and you know the title. I'll let you say the title. Uh, what's Wrong With Me? So close. The Worst of Me. Oh. <laughs> so close. So close. <laughs> <laughs> I like that title, actually. It's a good title, The mm. Worst of Me. It mm -hmm. kind of gives you some sense that it's going to be horrible, whatever yeah. happens in it. Yeah, and it'll be tan-tance. 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 Um, but I didn't write an outline for that. Every mm. night before I fell asleep, I would just write a couple of verses or a fall couple asleep. of lines and then fall asleep mm. mid-writing. I think you have come into the bedroom while mm -hmm. I still had the book on my chest and the pen like the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You've seen that? Okay. <laughs> I've seen All that. Right. So these are just some, some free verses that I write before going to bed, and the title of this little poem is called The Worst of Me. Wow. And then I'll give, and then we'll go on to news. It'll this be yours again. This is exciting, Pew. Read your poetry. But this it's, is nice. You're just like your grandfather. Again, don't get too excited because um, the title is not a liar. This is about the worst of me. Okay. So. And this is the worst of Pew or the worst of the, the of character? Me, of Pew. Oh. This is just my thoughts oh my. of what, what I hate most about myself. Gosh. So you know what? I should cut to you while I read it so the audience can no. see you reacting to what I no. hate most about myself. No, but they want to read. They want to see what you're, you're feeling All as right. you read it. Yeah, Pew. 
And you have no idea which camera it's cut to right now, do you? No. The mystery. <laughs> okay, read it. Uh, the worst of me. Let's see if the, uh, I've never read this out loud. There might be some hiccups. Am I here allowed to interrupt and say that's not true? Uh, no, uh, uh, save all protests for the <laughs> end. <of> the <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Arrogant, petulant, stubborn, and small, selfish in love, never loving at all, the angers that hold me, the evergreen look, the archive and X's, the telephone book. The stagnant suspicions infecting my mind, colliding, colluding, corrupting, unkind, dividing, diluting, disrupting the flesh, replacing the skin with a fabricant mesh. The armor expanding inside of my chest, the divots and rivets and ribcage depressed. The signals and beacons and flares that I send, promising all that I'm well on the mend. The watchmen observing the keys and the lock, the barrel, the trigger, the flint and the stock, the hunt for extinction, the succulent thrill, knowing I lack both the wit and the will. The hatred I har- bleh, sorry about that. The hatred I harbor for those I adore, the ones that I've met and the millions more. The failures I wear on my heart and my sleeve, that burning desire to get up and leave. The worst of me's awful, horrendously cold, I'm ugly and foolish and foreign and old. The worst of me written, the witness is born, the prize is attention, the forfeit is scorn. Bam. Pew. You didn't seem to enjoy that one bit, did you? No. All right, protest away if you want. Wait, so 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 wait, is there something wrong with me? Because I don't sit down and think about all the things that are wrong with me. All the things that are worst about me. I, I I think I covered that in the last couplet. Uh, the worst of me written, the witness is born, the prize is attention, the forfeit is scorn. And it's another, the final flaw is that I'm writing about how rotten I am, <laughs> how arrogant. Pew. I didn't think you'd like that one at no, all. No, I don't like it at all. It's well written. Hell yeah, it is, because I'm a good writer. What <laughs> you do you are. <laughs> And a good poet, too. Yeah, one of the best. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. the best one I know. Yeah, yeah. In the year of COVID where we don't know anyone that's <laughs> not much. What? No, I disagree. You have 30 seconds on the clock. Disagree. I just, I don't, that's not how I see you. Except for the temper part. <laughs> that The temper part, I agree. <laughs> so I win. No, it's just the one thing. I think you're you're very introspective and that's good. You reflect very much on on yourself and how you handle things and how you see the world day by day. I think you're in constant scrutiny from yourself. Mm. I th- yeah, I, th- I think so. And I don't know, should I also be like that? Really that self-critical? I don't know. I don't think you should be. I think you should be how you are. Because I don't I don't sit around thinking about the bad things about me. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I like to think about nice things. What? Are you traumatized by that? A little bit. You're so in touch with your bad side. I ignore my bad side very deliberately. I want nothing to do with it. I don't, I don't even want to contact, discuss. <laughs> I don't know. We don't need to have meetings, <laughs> fora, to, to mm. maybe to improve myself. And then I would, you know, talk to my good side. I wouldn't mm-hmm. be consulting with my bad side. What do you think? I don't know if that would be good for me. My bad side is really bad. I don't want anything to do with it. 
I think we talked about your bad side at the top of the show this week, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and the efforts you've made to, to squash it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Should I embrace? What do you think, guys? Should we embrace the our iniquities? I don't know. Should we? I don't know. That was that was very well written, baby. I don't agree with everything, <laughs> but it was well written. You don't like it, but you can respect it, right? Hatred for those you love. Am I included in those ones? Wait, weren't you just complaining about how I get so angry all the time? Oh, yeah, but it's not out of hatred. It's because you have a temper. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Let, let's move on to the news before we ruin our marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> no, I don't think I don't think you're bad. I like you. You're nice. I, I'm happy you feel that way. And I don't disagree with you. This poem was called The Worst of Me, not everything about me yeah. or giving equal weight to all these different elements inside of me. This is simply the worst of me in one little Gosh, box. I, guess if I, I don't think anybody would like a box full of the worst of, of them. Wor the worst of them. I think for me, if I had to be really honest, uh, mm -hmm. and I, have, I guess I have to be now since you bared your heart to the whole world, I think the worst of me is my weaknesses. Mm. I'm weak in a lot of ways, just character-wise. Wait, weren't we talking about at the top of the show how strong-willed you are or something? I feel like that was covered in this episode. Yeah, but also I, it's a compensation for the weakness. That makes no sense. Please continue. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like a swing back. I, yeah. I do, I, I, my weakness sends me into some chasm of uh, delirium, and then I have to mm -hmm. bring my swing back. Swing back, with my, swing through through will. Here's the thing: mm -hmm. is if your weakness causes you to be strong, and then you are strong, it uh, nullifies the weakness factor, and you're not weak. Not not Boom. in not in that moment or in that instance. No, but we aren't we aren't talking one moment. We're talking the the collective you. The collective me. Yeah, you don't okay, get to you don't, you don't mm. get to measure any more than I don't get to measure the totality of me by the worst of me. Yeah. Neither do you. Okay. I hope you don't think that this is the worst of me, not the totality of me. Yeah, that is just the worst that you see. Yeah. Of you. And I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I you guess you have to know. You, you, I guess you know yourself the best. You want a nature cam first, Most or do you want to go right to news? News. All right. Wow, you're really excited about this one. Yeah, I want to tell you the news. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the news. Hi. How are we supposed to know whether or not this is serious? News article number one. Thank you, Pew. Mm -hmm. You made me legitimate. <laughs> <laughs> too, too legitimate to quit him in? <laughs> Legitimate. Um, so, <laughs> we went on another picnic to celebrate mom's anniversary. It was very nice. Um, we packed some food mm -hmm. and we went to the park. It was getting chilly, but we still had a good time. And I I remember what Pew asked me to say some nice things about mom. And it mm -hmm. was easy because she was cool. Mm -hmm. Next is our girl. Okie dokie. <laughs> I, I, I'd like to jump in. You want to? Yeah, give me a moment at least. Do you have anything to add, co-correspondent Pew, or something like okay. that? Before Do you, you have anything to add, co-correspondent Pew? Thank you. I appreciate it when you address <laughs> me full title. 
Yes, I think we made vast improvements over our first picnic at that park. The first mm -hmm. time we went there, we did not know where the picnic tables were. So we just so sat, we on sat on some stones by the side, side of the of road. Some stones by the side of the road. Sandwiched between uh, a four-lane road and the uh, transformer shed for the park <laughs> electricity. Um, this was a, a vast improvement. We found picnic tables right mm -hmm. by the kids museum of interactive uh, exhibits and stuff like, that. like that but yeah. it was closed this year for covid but mm. it was inspirational because once we have a kid mm. who likes things we can take, we can him, take there him there yeah and i'll lunge into the exhibits and you can sit out at the picnic tables and yes. enjoy a tea and then i'll bring <laughs> him back and you can have some breathing space finally mm -hmm. after all the mothering you do yeah so i'm very excited for that it was a good little find um three cheers for the rose bowl yeah hip hip Hooray! Uh, hip, hip. Rose Bowl! Hip, hip. Woo! All right, now next news article. <laughs> All right, here we go. First of all, good Joker impersonation right there with the here we go. Oh! Pew, it's like everything I say, you have a reference for it from a movie. Like That's this. actually a quote from um, uh, the, the Empire Strikes Back. Really? Yeah, Han Solo says it's like everything you say you have everything I say you have a quote for it from a movie and then Luke Skywalker um freezes him in carbonite. Please get to the news. Gosh. That's actually not true. That uh, th that you are looking at me with any state of belief is oh. offensive. Oh, no, why why would it be offensive? I mean, movie people say things all the time. The I don't know if there are movies in the Star Wars universe. They never talk about them. What do you think they watch movies of us? I am your father. Did I get it? Same movie? No? Is that Star Wars? Star Trek? What? Universe Wars. Okay. <laughs> Please so, <laughs> Okay, here we go. <laughs> All right, I've been walking more, and I want to keep it up. Yesterday, we went walking, and I, I felt very nice. And then later on, I felt tired and uh, a little sick. But then um, the day before that, we also went walking. We've been walking. <laughs> I've been walking a lot. Walking is good for you. And when as you get heavier, uh, you're not really motivated to do anything that involves physical exertion. So walking is great, and I'm enjoying it. Next is Echo! Again, oh, producer Pew. Oh, uh, Co-correspondent Pew, would you like to add something? Yeah, I'd like to do errors and omissions because you did not tell the full story. We went for a walk yesterday, and then we went for another walk yesterday, <laughs> and that's when it started to hurt your little tootsies and your hips. <laughs> yeah. Now. He's a heavy baby. If and Dude. What? He kicks. He does. If, if, <laughs> I, if he were... If a hip hop, if he were to be a hip hop artist mm. and say, "Can I kick it?" the answer must be, <laughs> "Yes, I can." <laughs> yeah, he kicks. The other night, uh, it's like he forgot Pew was there. Usually, when I say Pew Pew Pew, come, he's kicking. Uh, he'll mm -hmm. stop kicking, but then um, Pew just put his hand on my belly and he started kicking. Oh, he kicked just now. <laughs> mm. Oh, he knows we're talking about. Yeah, him. yeah. He started kicking and and. He kicked the way he usually does when Pew is not around. And Pew was just so happy to feel him kicking a lot. I was blown away. That's it's how insane much how mm. much he kicks. He's mm -hmm. all over the map. 
I'm starting to get a little worried about what a rambunctious little kipper we're going to be having yeah. in, in a couple of months. <laughs> you know what? I read that in the third trimester, as it progresses and he gets bigger and there's mm-hmm. less amniotic fluid and his, you know, y- you, you, it'll start to hurt. When oh, he, yeah. Yeah, when yeah, he's yeah. punching, kicking and punching. But the thing is, I want him to. I want him to just be himself. I am... Um, I don't think this is going to happen. I think there's like a 10, 20% chance that this will happen, mm. that he won't be birthed through the usual canals. He mm. will just reach out and like rip your stomach open and be like, <laughs> sup, guys. Sup, guys. Got tired of waiting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, don't do that. Next is that go. The palm tree outside our house is shedding its fronds. About two or three days ago, there were a lot of heavy winds blowing through the valley. And our palm tree was blown. And then the next... Wait, no, that doesn't sound right. Um, uh, was caught in the wind. And I think the wind shook off some of the fronds. No, it was blown. <laughs> this guy did a massive blowjob on bah, the tree. Bah, bah, bah. <laughs> and and it, shook, it loosened the, the palm fronds. So... Ye- yesterday was it yesterday? No, the day before yesterday. Suddenly, all the palm Seymour. fronds. Suddenly, the the palm fronds just started falling all at the same time, mm-hmm. and it was a mess outside. And you know, with the palm fronds came other insects that usually are just up on the tree, so we don't see them. So I saw some spiders that looked really scary. They had, they were black, and they had a, a white W on their butt. On their big fat bubble butt. Yeah. Their yeah. butt was bigger than any part of any of their body. Yeah, All of their yeah. rest of their body combined did not even come close to the size of their butt. That was scary. That was yes. scary. That's when Pew told me to stop collecting. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Can we saw when we saw the, the spiders. Yeah. How is it at your place? When the winds are changing, do things fall from the sky? Yeah, yeah. Have have your trees been receiving blowjobs from the sky? <laughs> Pew, this is a family but broad no it's not. It's not. Also, I'm not the one who said it first. You're the one who's like, they were blown by <laughs> by the sky. It's so weird. The, there's so many words that are used in, in, in that they have sexual connotations. And when you say them innocently, you don't realize until after you've said them. that. Oh, wait, no, that sounds like this. That's not what I meant. Oh, my. Uh, here's and a... it's too late to save yourself. Too late, baby. No, it's too late. Here's the thing is... um. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're just going to take a sampling of things from around this table. Here, here's what I'd like you to do is uh, pick three nouns and give them to me, okay? Cup. That's one. Uh, Phone. That's two. Uh, Camera. All right. All right. So what I'm going to prove to you Uh is that anything chosen at random Mm. can be an innuendo. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Number one, I'd like to fill her cup. (laughs) You're silly. What was the second one? Phone? Uh, Yes. Oh, no, I'd like to vibrate her phone and the third <laughs> camera. <one>, camera. <laughs> I'd like to photograph her nude and then have sex with her. <laughs> Pew! <laughs> See how even anything can be a subtle innuendo. <laughs> <laughs> That's silly and also true. That, ladies and gentlemen, was the exciting news I wanted to share with you. Did you enjoy it? I hope so. Is it time for the next segment? Yes. All right, let's do it. Movie Review V. All right. We watched three movies this week, and we're yes. going to give you our review Vs of mm-hmm. those. Uh, we're going to do them in the order that we watched them. 
starting with uh, a stupid and futile gesture. Oh, that was the first one. The Doug Kenny story. Mm-hmm. After that, we decided to really pick things up with the laughs and watched Marriage Story. <laughs> um, and we, we rounded out this week with a selection of art house cinema from Spain, Almodovar's Talk to Her. Mm-hmm. So we've got those three films. We're just going to jump right into it. Uh, um, what is it? Dice con... Um, How do you say it? He says with and... No, talk to her. (laughs) Habla con ella. Ah, habla con ella. Dice con e. (laughs) Your Spanish is in the early stages. (laughs) The words don't come out naturally. So should I go first, baby? Absolutely. Ah, ooh, because you want to save the best for last. No, because you are the best voice on this show, and we might as well give them what they came for anyway. Oh, wait, what? All right, movie review. Okay, the first one, um, um, a silly and futile gesture. Stupid so and futile gesture. So Stupid and futile gesture. Okay, I don't know who it's, who it's by or... I know Will Forte is in it. Anyway, here... Is that the review? A review by okay. Swinky. Okay, here we go. A review view. Review <laughs> view by Swinky. National Lampoon never made it to Kenya because our censorship laws are stringent and parochial. So... <laughs> It fascinated me to see that it was so successful that it triggered a sea change in American comedy and launched the careers of so many people. I wish the founder had lived to see how loved he was. Bam! Very, very nice. I like that review a lot. You guys are so parochial. (laughs) Is that the right way to say it? I think it's parochial. Parochial? Parochial? Parochial. No, I hear the word a lot, but I never say it, so I'm not practiced at saying parochial. But I think you you got it right. I just don't know if I'm going to get it right when I say it. That's like, um, um, oh, what's the word? There's so many words that going in, you're hoping for the best. (laughs) (laughs) You wing it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'll remember the other word that comes to mind a lot. for for the one that I'm always like, oh shit, am I saying am I, it? Am I saying it now? Yeah, I'll remember it later. Worcestershire sauce. That one I've given up on ages ago. <laughs> okay, Pew, your turn. A stupid and futile gesture. Uh, and this is with 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 apologies to uh, epic rap battles of history. I am aware that you guys wrote this line first. I am quoting you. It is not an accident. Okay. Okay. Are we good? Uh huh. You jackals. <laughs> A stupid and futile gesture. This tale of the rise of Lampoon, like Kenny, is over too soon. We'll take what we get and try not to fret for those beautiful sunsets at noon. Bam. Kind of wistful and a little sad because of the way he died. Yeah, yeah. Killed himself. He offed himself from a cliff pew. Mm. Why? What did you think of the movie? Did you enjoy the Doug Kenny story? I did. I did. And this is the thing. I had never heard of the National Lampoon. I'd seen it referenced in articles or someone would say in the in the vein of the National Lampoon. Mm-mm-mm. And I knew it had something to do with comedy. Mm-mm. Social satire, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that it was mostly uh, some kids from Harvard who were just having fun with literature. And, and yeah, and, and social commentary. So... Um, I felt bad for the guy because he was just a country boy who felt like he had to prove himself. And then he was thrust into this world of success where everything he did just turned to gold. And then the minute he realized that, oh, wait, I won't be able to top that, he 
ended his life. But there are people around him that really loved him, which is really sad. And I guess it's a common story among artists and creators. I guess my point is, I, I enjoyed... <laughs> my point, if I were to have one, were to would have one. <laughs> be akin to this. <laughs> that it's a, it's, a, it's a good story. It's sad, but it's a good story. And I didn't expect such a twist ending from comedians. And so they caught me off guard and I'm glad. Hyperbolic, hyperbaric. That's the word that I was looking for that every time I'm going into it, I'm like, okay, I got to say hyperbolic and not hyperbaric. Oh, but hyperbaric chamber is the medical term for that. The one they use to help people breathe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. No, I, I understand that there are different words ah, with different meanings. But your brain it's just... It's that they're syllabically so similar. Yeah. That every time I'm going into one, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, brain, do not screw this up. Also, um, aristocats, aristocrats is another one that really? every time going in... In this last week, for me, it was celluloid. Yes. They got caught in a yeah. cellular jam, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed it. I love seeing comedians get to pretend to be other comedians mm. and do their comedy thing. Um, it suffered from the, you know, like the, the grand legend of that is endemic of all biopics. Uh. And the this is why he does it and the pain he suffered. Mm. And, you know, like you got to go through those motions. Or you don't. You actually don't got to go through to those motions. You do it that way, yeah. Uh, but they do. They, they did it remind you of Walk Hard? In so far as they even quoted Walk Hard at one point <laughs> in the film, they did mm-hmm. say uh, the wrong son died at a certain point. Mm. Um, yes, it did remind me of Walk Hard. <laughs> oh, but they didn't even do it ironically. They really meant it. I couldn't. I think it was meant to be ironic. That's the thing about National Lampoon is it mm. folds irony over irony over irony over so irony. Even know if so if you're doing a biopic that goes through. Just by like by forceful dint of the of the genre, the mm-hmm. same beats that the Dewey Cox story goes through, mm-hmm. and then you do a Dewey Cox quote halfway through it. Is that enough irony? Mm. Do you just assume that it is at that point? Yeah. Um, are they? Was it really clever, <laughs> or were they riding on the clever coattails of other people? Mm. Which I guess is a fair review of the whole film in and of itself. But it was a joy to watch the whole time. It was fun. So let's just see, leave it at there. To see the silly wigs and costumes. Oh my goodness. Someone someone that playing was, yes, yes. a 40-year-old playing a 19-year-old <laughs> is always hilarious. <laughs> that was what I felt so bad about after watching it was mm. the whole time I was like, these wigs are so stupid looking. They're yeah. so cheap. And then the next day I was walking and I was thinking, wait a minute, mm. that wasn't an accident. Yeah, it was intentional. <laughs> it was meant to be, <laughs> let's put on a show, low budget, low rent, photocopied mm-hmm. together kind mm-hmm. of aesthetic, which matches the publication. It worked really well. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I like seeing comedians. Especially, I like rec- recognizing them, even though I might not know their names. I'd be like, mm-hmm. hey, that's the guy from Community. Hey, that one made me laugh on that movie that did the thing. And I even recognized Tom Lennon, by his voice. Ah, is he the one who had the He hair? was the one who talks a little bit. He's a very low voice and a very serious kind of talking. Oh. I like Tom Lennon's voice a lot. Serious kind of talking. Yes, yes. He's a very serious kind of talker. That doesn't sound anything like Sounds him. Sounds like Let's he has a on. ball in his mouth. Okay, next one. Uh, now, can we first? stop with the sexual innuendos on this episode? Oh, what did I do? Why, what? Reveal what you just said in your head. Okay, next one. And before that. He talks. <laughs> 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 what 
What is wrong with you? Back, you back. All right. Let's try to clean You're this silly. up. This oh is my offensively goodness. off the rails. I wasn't even thinking like that. You're silly. That's how natural. That's guys. This is how natural it is for her. She doesn't even have to think, and that's how she is. Yeah. Can you do a review of Marriage Story? Get us back on the rails. Save this. Review of Marriage Story. No. Review V of Marriage Story by Swinky. I stand corrected. Apologies. People are weird. We not only hide things from each other. No, wait. Hold on. Let me start again. Each other. Each other. People are weird. We not only hide things from other people, but from ourselves of all people. Being honest that things in a relationship aren't working doesn't mean that you failed. It means that they're not working. If you can't fix it or don't want to, it's okay too. People change and sometimes we grow in different directions. Divorce is hard and you have to be honest with yourselves. You can still care about each other and that's okay too. Bam! Bam, indeed. I like that one. You ready for mine? Yes. All right, let's, and then we'll get into it. I Tell think us. this one had a lot of, a lot of weight, sparked mm-hmm. a lot of conversation in this house. Yeah. Marriage Story, I apologize. This is more a review of Adam Driver than it is of the movie, ooh, if that's okay. Everyone, everyone loves Adam Driver. Everyone is like, ooh, Adam Driver, hold me. Ooh, you're so cool. Ooh, your broad shoulders. Ooh, your long hair. Ooh, I like your big, strong nose. Ooh, you're so amazing, Adam Driver. Marry me. Everyone is like that. Why? Why? Okay, P, read your review. Is he not stunningly handsome? He's okay. He's very compelling. If not stunningly handsome, he is a compelling person Mm -hmm. to look at. Mm -hmm. And a very good actor. He's a good actor. All right, here's my review. But if he was walking down the street, I wouldn't be throwing myself at him. I wouldn't be launching myself into him like the rest of you are. If anyone other than me was walking down the street, would you throw yourself at them? No. Okay, then the point is (laughs) not non-existent. Okay, if you read your review. All right, my review of Adam Driver. Mm -hmm. Back in Lincoln, we loved him, of course. And then he awakened the force. But son of a gun, he isn't much fun when the topic at hand is divorce. Bam. Very good. Yeah, you like that one? I did not see that coming. When you said force, I thought, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> it's coming, and then you did it. And Excellent, then I did Pangos. it. Kingdom oh, this was a heartbreaker. I, I can't tell you. We watched it over two nights, and I can't tell you how many times we had to stop to cry and mm-hmm. <laughs> hold hands and <laughs> swear that we weren't filing for divorce behind <laughs> each other's back. <laughs> <laughs> this one shattered me. Oh, Pew was so cute. Every now and then he'd stop and say, I don't want a divorce. And he's so adorable and cute. I don't want a divorce. Am I supposed to lie to you? No, no. Okay, then I won't. I don't want a divorce either. Okay, good. I come from, uh, I, I guess my parents separated and then it became a divorce because they were separated for so long. <coughs> but I always knew it was a divorce. Even in my young mind. And it's just... I but think, they were I think, legally married to the day your mother died, right? Yes, okay. yes, yes. I think if you, well, no, they had been separated for so long, it was essentially a divorce. Okay, it was, yeah. like Technically, a, but yeah. Even in the eyes of the government, I mean, they the government recognized them as no longer married. Yeah, kind of they're thing. legally separated. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, so I, I think if you have kids... If you have, you're contemplating divorce and you have kids, I think you should always just think of what's in the best interest of the kids. You should really take a back seat 
because okay fine your relationship is over but these kids still have a whole life to live and so do you obviously mm-hmm. but i think you your feelings should kind of take a back seat and really think about the kids and be honest with each other and talk not shouting if you need to shout go and shout in another room but mm-hmm. i really think you should think about the kids and that's what these parents tried Oh, that scene where they, they finally tried. had it out at Adam Driver's apartment yeah. and they finally just like cut loose and stabbed each other as many times as they could with as many words as yeah. they could spit out of their wretched right. mouths full of hate at that point. That they'd been they'd been compounding for years yeah. and hiding. Ah, oh, that barbecue smells good. Dish, yo. <laughs> I think I think oh and then at the end of that outburst of mm-hmm. the mutual outburst, they held each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 They they knew that the relationship was over, but they were still they still cared about each other. They were yes. still friends. Yes, yes, mm. yes. And they had to say those things. Mm. It had to come out. However, it was going to come out. It had to. Yeah. Finally, did. Mm. And they could finally, finally move on to the steps of saying goodbye after after they finally spoke their hearts to each other. Oh, their and the twisted, hearts. maligned yeah. hearts that have been corrupted by so much. Mm secrecy and yeah. pride on both parts on both parts it was yeah. just it was you have to be i think you really when you're in a relationship with someone you have to be honest with yourself it's not always easy but you have to be honest with yourself you can try to lie to yourself convince yourself but eventually the dam will break and you won't be able to take it anymore oh I yeah my one problem, can I can I say my one not complaint about this film but the one thing that did make me feel a little squicky mm-hmm. was like the whole thing, not the whole thing, but it felt like it was weighted in Adam Driver's favor that mm-hmm. we saw most of the film through his through eyes. Through his eyes. Mm-hmm. We didn't really like once Scarlett Johansson moved to Los Angeles it's a lot of hearsay and mm-hmm. him trying to put together what's happening by listening to his eight-year-old child talk. Yeah, yeah. Um, letters from her lawyer mm. and his, you know, emotional tumult because of it. Mm. Um, I wish that we had seen more of her in Act Two instead of just, you know, having having big bad Nora the the divorce lawyer mm. that she hired mm-hmm. speak on her behalf so much yeah. and take all the action on her behalf so much. Um, and and I felt like it was a little a little unfair, but then it is written and directed by a dude, so his perspective is going Obviously, to be yeah. It's going to lean just a little as sensitive as he may be to mm-hmm. to the the woman's the woman's also. journey yeah. through this experience. It's just going to be weighted in it, the people he talks to are probably more dudes mm. who have more dude like concerns about divorce. Mm-hmm. So it's understandable. I just wish we would have gotten a little bit more. A little more. bit more Scarlet. Because yeah. we didn't know. We didn't know how much she was, like how much the eight-year-old actually wanted or how much she was feeding him every day to think and to say. Because mm. she'd have him for seven days a week and then Adam would get him for one afternoon or something. And he'd be saying all these things about how great LA is, how he loves his friends. Yeah. And we didn't know how much of that was kind of like, preloaded programming mm-hmm. on Scarlett's part which is the point of the film I guess is mm-hmm. like that there's ambiguity and everything but that was and that's th- how it is that's how it is I remember when uh, when my parents separated if when I was at my mom's 
uh, I would give them information about what's happening on the other side. And then when I went back, uh, it, it, it was coaxed out of me also. Mm-hmm. It was kind of beaten out of me on the other side also. So I, I know how kids can get caught and you don't you really don't know how to handle the situation so you just do you just say what's right in that moment or what's mm-hmm. going to not get you a beating or what's going to get you through that moment so i can yeah. understand the pressure on the child to just say whatever yeah yeah, yeah. um uh uh Testimony and contracts signed under duress are <laughs> not <laughs> really valid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's under duress for the poor child. Mm, yeah. um, uh, I got a question for you. Ask me, Piangos. Okay, so mm. I don't know if you'll agree with me, but kind of like they had this plan to do it compassionately and just mm. between the two of them. Mm. And then Nora comes into the picture mm, mm. and she's the big bad L.A., Lawyer who got half of Tom Petty's song for his ex-wife. That's yeah. how hard she fights and what she can do for you. Yeah, yeah. That she's ready to take take them to the cleaners, these wicked, wicked men of the world. Yeah. <laughs> and she kind of, sort of, I don't know, it could be argued that she's kind of poisoning Scarlett Johansson's mm. mind with mm. all this like vindictive L.A. divorce lawyer talk mm. that if... Scarlett Johansson had been recommended to a lawyer more like Alan Alda, Mm. it would have been a much more peaceful proceeding that would have gone more in tune with what they said they wanted Wanted at the beginning. beginning. So she's the closest we have to a villain in this film. Mm. She's definitely an antagonist. She Mm. she pushes everyone else over the edge in this film Mm. through her her aggressive litigation. Mm. Um, Would you agree with me that far that she's like the villain and and the the aggressor? And And so was the other lawyer. The the rich lawyer, not Alan Alda, no, the, no, the no. big Alan fancy twenty five thousand dollar deposit. He was in the big leagues, and he'd come with a spoon, so he was not going to be able to battle it out with these these big swingers. But the the other, the Ray Liotta. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's lawyer. just as as vicious and wicked uh, and ready. Just as vicious. Yep, and just, uh, just as expensive as well. I'm oh sure. yeah, oh yeah. And I like how they tell you from the beginning, uh, I'm nine hundred dollars an hour. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> I can't afford you. Oh my! Take I, everything. <laughs> I did like when Adam Driver had that "you get what you pay for" moment. Yeah, and then comes back the next day with the nine hundred dollar an hour <laughs> lawyer, yeah. ready to swing hammer. But here's my question uh-huh. for you: mm. During that separation between your parents, mm. do you wish that your mother had an ally like Nora? In my mom's case, yes. Okay. I wish she had just a lioness to come and take because they. I mean, the way my dad did it, he was so extreme. Like he had, he had, because he was in the army and he still mm-hmm. had connections in the army. He had army people come armed to hoist, you know, foist, what is it? Hoist, tear my mom from the house. Yeah. Like she, she could have just left. And in any case, it was her house, you know, <laughs> it was, it, there, there sometimes you, you do need that person who, who has the strength in that moment because they have experience, they've done it before, for them it's a job. Sometimes you do need that person to come and stand f- for you, like your soldier, your your mm-hmm. your guard. You do need that person. And I, and I wish my mom had that. I really do wish my mom had that. And laws have changed now, I understand. But That was another question mm. in my mind. Was uh, Did Kenya have the legal infrastructure that if your mother had someone like Nora on her side, anything could have been different about that separation? In those days, it seems like the men just got everything. The men okay. could decide. The men decided what... Uh, and and they, had, uh, they, had, they gave a lot of weight to common law. 
Mm-hmm. So if you're from a tribe that requires this, then you do, you do what the tribe says, and the 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 judge doesn't really have. Oh, the tribal the law stem. supersedes. In a lot of uh, domestic cases. In domestic cases, yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. That it makes was sense. before. That makes a lot of sense. That was that's what it was before. Uh, especially when changing. you're like in the early stages of implementing a government like yeah, that, yeah. you don't want to be making enemies of every tribe right. by saying like, <laughs> "Here are the laws. You got to say goodbye to all your traditions yeah, yeah, today." Yeah, that so, makes sense. So it's 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 different now. I know mm-hmm. they even have FEMA, like associa- association of women lawyers. They th- some some of them even do work pro bono. To take care of women who are going through divorce and separation. What what Mm. does FEMA stand for? I mean, the letters. I don't need a pun about what they represent. Female empowerment. I don't remember (laughs) what it means. Uh, FEMA in America means something different. Yours is for um, uh, disaster relief. That's what I thought. It sounded a little odd that you're... (laughs) No, no, no. The FEMA in Kenya means something else. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's something about law. It's women lawyers that come to help women who are... You know, that children have been taken from them. Mm -hmm. Some other woman has come in and now... The children are forced to be with the, their dad, even though they want to be with the mom. But the mom doesn't have any resources because the dad got everything. You know? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it's yeah, yeah. Okay. And then I, I do know. I remember around the time we were going through our thing, uh, maybe uh, two or three years later, a friend of ours <clears throat> at school went through the same thing. But in their case, they mm-hmm. were kicked out with their mom because the the kids were kicked out with of their the mom. school or of the house of the house. Okay, with their mom. And in the same way, the dad got everything and he just brought in his new wife and the kids that he'd had with her before in secret. <laughs> so they were just kicked out and they're out on the street and they had to figure themselves out, you know, start from scratch again. And I'm so grateful that the laws are changing. And I do wish that there had been lawyers like Nora, mm. just tigresses yeah, yeah, who yeah. are here to get their client what the client deserves and the men are wrong. Because in that case, my dad was wrong. <laughs> That's another huge yeah. difference is that uh, neither of the parents were wrong in this right, one. They were right. just mm. stubborn and proud. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. N- neither one was on a course for disaster if they got custody. It would have right. been fine either way for the kid. Right, right. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. Sometimes I wonder. I wonder. Do you wah, 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 wonder? I wonder if that, that stance, that hostile stance is mm-hmm. always necessary. In this case, with this, this family in mar- marriage story, it didn't seem necessary. It's like the lawyers were just flexing. This is what I can do. <laughs> At the end of the story, one of my favorite things about the whole movie uh-huh. is that after all of that, all the money they spent, all the war they went to with each mm-hmm. other, how much hatred they were able to pull out of each other's hearts, mm-hmm. they both got exactly what they said they wanted in right. the first scene of the film, mm-hmm. just to be civilly separated, to share custody, right? and that none of the, none of the money, none of the objects mattered. Yeah. Um, it was such a, such a satisfying ending <laughs> that they got what they wanted. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad. I'm really glad. And it's nice. And I wonder sometimes when I watch the ending. In the ending, uh, they all get into their respective cars and drive off. Mm-hmm. And it was long. It was maybe five minutes because the credit started. Was it started. also strong? And he had to get the friction on. Moving on. Ah! And it was maybe five minutes long because the credits were going over it before it went black. And I was thinking, is it the real actors in those cars driving away? Because they have to pay them, no? They have to pay them to be in the cars as swinky, they drive away. Swinky, mm-hmm. swinky. When you get a script like this mm-hmm. from Noah Baumbach, mm-hmm. you don't 
negotiate you don't hassle the negotiation about whether or not you are actually required to drive away at the end of the film in the car <laughs> for that five even, minute shot we can't even this see is who's such, in the car no 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 this is <laughs> such a blessing for the actor if it's mm-hmm. one shot where the actor gets in the car and then mm-hmm. they drive down the road mm-hmm. they're not on, with their agent yeah, i was just wondering yeah i need i need a bump for that i need a bump for transportation yeah on, if you just want me in a car and you're not driving. even show my face you got paid no, no 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 mm-hmm. no 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 okay when you get when you get a script this good on your desk Mm -hmm. and you get an offer from a studio to do a film this well written with Mm -hmm. a director this well respected in the world of drama Mm -hmm. do not go hard on whether or not you get it i wouldn't i'm just wondering if they use stuntmen or stand-ins if it's one shot and you can see adam driver getting into the car it's Mm. probably him and they probably have all those roads locked off for the entire production wow just to get that one shot so he can do it safely without killing himself or the child actor yeah um but wow. if it's a wide shot and mm. you can't really tell, it could go either way. It doesn't okay. really matter. Okay. But at the end of the day, if, if yeah, not a negotiation. No, I was, just, I was just curious. I was just curious. How, is it really That's... them in the car? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> is that really Scarlett Johansson in a car driving down the street? A regular car? Now, we talked about marriage story. Mm-hmm. Now, let's talk about talk to Her! her! Did you like that transition? Uh-huh. Okay. So, uh, habla con ella. Perfecto. Thank you. Um, so, habla con ella, as reviewed by Swinky. But then, um, I've decided to review it as a what I learned. Ooh, an interesting take. Mm-hmm. So, here we go. People... Again, another incredible impersonation of the Joker. Please, continue. He says, so here we go. He sa- In the trailer, he goes, here we go. Here we go. Perfect. People shouldn't stalk and rape other people, no matter how That's a bold stance, darling. Can you back this up with data? <laughs> let me, let me. Okay, go, go, go. I won't interrupt again. People shouldn't stalk and rape other people, no matter how lonely they are. Bullfighting is brutal and unnecessary, so I'm glad people aren't too excited about it anymore. What do you think? I felt bad for the guy who continued to love his partner even though she was back with her ex. Finally, you can kill a snake with a baseball bat. <laughs> B- bam! There it is. <laughs> All right, let's see if this one works. Mm-hmm. I haven't read this one out loud yet, so okay. fingers crossed. Okay. Almodovar's filmic command invites us to half understand the comatose rape and fatal escape from a love that has spanned out of hand. Bam? Bam. Bam. Spanned out of hand. Yes. Ooh. You like that one? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. It passes. Yeah. I, I was worried it was too precious. Comatose rape, I like that. That's that's good. That summarizes. So I'd like to know more about this bold stance you've taken that uh, stalking and raping is not good. Yeah, it's bad. It's not excusable. It doesn't matter how lonely you are. Okay, I say this because in the in the beginning of the movie, they really show how much he loves this comatose lady and how much uh, he is lonely <laughs> hmm. and has been lonely all his life. The only other woman he knew was his mother. And even so, even then, he was her caretaker from when he was a teenager. So I think we're supposed to really uh, empathize with this guy. But even then, it's still not a good enough excuse for what he did to her while she was comatose. He got her pregnant. It was really bad. 
Well, I think that's like the 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 incredible power of Almodovar is on display in what you just said, mm. in that this, this is the story of a man who raped a comatose woman and impregnated her, mm. and we're still able to like discuss it as well. Here's we're, we're able to discuss it calmly and mm. dispassionately. He's presented enough as a human that you can engage with the film mm. on a non-animalistic, visceral level. Like yeah. you can discuss it and and see him as a horrible human being, mm. but still as a human being. And I think that's a rare trait in filmmaking, mm. a rare ambition, first of all. And mm. it's even more difficult to find directors who can pull it off. Yeah, and I think one of the ways he pulled it off was by having the guy kill himself in the end. Yep, <laughs> yep, yeah. and yep. So uh, I'm not saying that if you stalk and rape people, you should kill yourself. But if you did, then the burden of the of society punishing you would no longer be on society. You have come to terms with your the, the your evil deed, and you have taken it upon yourself to exterminate your uh, yourself. <laughs> Expunge <laughs> your filth from the surface of the earth. Yeah, but even then, mm. he doesn't give it to you so simple now, does he? Because he mm. didn't kill himself out of raw guilt for what he had done to another person. Mm -hmm. He killed himself out of the the understanding that he would be lonely forever. That yeah, that he would never be with her. Yeah, that if, even if he if he ever got out of jail, he knew that he might never come out of jail. Yeah, but if he ever got out of jail, he would never be with the woman he loved, the one he raped. So he killed himself because there was it was fut a futile. Yeah, attempt. yeah, but it wasn't mm. even so clean as I, me. What have I done? Mm. It was he 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 was definitely. Um. I don't want to say in love because mm. that's not really. I I don't believe that that's it's the best manifestation of love. No, um, but he felt that he was in love with her. That's what the film does. Is it is it gives you the world through his eyes. His he eyes. felt like he was in love with her. He mm. felt like he was caring for her, mm -hmm. um, and through that understanding, it it makes it possible to do to hate him and to do other things too. Mm. Like it's so easy to depict those characters as odious and odious just. Mm -hmm. To depict them as odious and also human beings mm. is quite, quite a, quite an effort, quite a leap, and and for my money, a success. Mm. It worked. Yeah, yeah. The it film. Worked. At the end of the day, I do believe the film works. Yeah, yeah. And I love Almodovar. I'm so glad you introduced him to my world. I like the way he works colors on I the screen. I was just going to say, someone who loves colors. <laughs> yeah, if you like colors, you are going to love watching Almodovar. Almodovar is films. right up your yeah, alley. Yeah, so nice. Every every frame is a painting. Hey, did I quote someone? Oh, my. Tony Zhao. Tony Zhao. Tony Zhao? Yeah, every every frame of painting. He does, after mm. we watch a movie, mm. sometimes I load up those educational uh, short yes, films. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Mm. And hi, I'm Tony Zhao, and this is Every Frame of Painting. Mm. What does Kurosawa do better than anyone else? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, Almodovar, oh my goodness, the colors. Yeah, 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 they're just perfect. So they're, nice, mm. so nice. And I like this window into Spanish culture. He is a Spaniard through and through. His mm. blood is all Spain. Yep. All the way. All yep, the way yep, back yep, yep. through generations. And I, I felt really sorry for those bulls. Do you think they used actual bulls for the bullfighting scenes? Oh, I could not tell. I could not tell. I honestly could not tell because mm. when they were bullfighting, mm. 
they were so careful not to show her face、mm. that it made me wonder if that was a real bullfighter、mm-hmm. in the shot. Yeah. And then once the bull was down, and they finally do the tilt up to reveal her face,、mm. if they just swa- swapped out a real bullfighter for the for actress,、her. yeah, I couldn't tell. I honestly didn't know.、Mm. Um, the bull looked really knackered. To、oh、say the least, it, but it looked like a real bull with spears in its. It、back. looked like a real、mm. bull who was really having trouble trying to do what it was doing.、Uh, I don't know about enough about blood bull、mm. or what bullfights look like in real life to、mm. tell you if that that was so way off. It was comical or the no, spot no, no. On, it, from what、uh, I couldn't tell. I, oh, okay. From from what I've seen about bullfighting, it looks like it was real. I'm just wondering if they used an actual bull or. Yeah, and、bull. that's what I'm saying is、mm. I can't tell you if that was a real bull really getting killed on camera for real,、mm. or if it was makeup and special effects. Yeah. And yeah. the thing that threw me was that they didn't show her face through the whole bullfight.、Mm. That's what made it hard for me to to call it. Yeah, yeah. Oh my, those poor things just for fun. It's like it's like um when 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 uh when they use kittens for dog races. And rabbits. Have you seen those? When they're training, there there are some dog races. They're illegal. They're illegal because it's animal abuse. <laughs> But th- sometimes they use the, the、uh, for the bait to get、mm-hmm. the dogs to run. They use live animals. I thought those were little mechanical. Those、rabbits. are the ones they show you.、Oh, okay. Yeah, there's some. I've seen videos of cats that have been、uh, rescued from、oh. such things. Yeah, I know. This is the biggest downer. Ah,、uh, yeah. At the end of any show that we've ever had. Oh, I'm sorry. It's because of、no. the bullfighting thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, you know, just、yeah. for fun. <laughs> Is it annoying that when we're watching Almodovar films, I'm like, yeah, I've been there. Yeah, that's true. No, no, okay, no. Okay, okay, that doesn't bug you. Oh, every time we watch an Almodovar film, Pew says, "Oh, when I was backing across Spain, I saw this or, and something not, similar to that." I also say,、um, "Backing across Spain." When I was going to private school, to private boarding school <laughs> on the Mediterranean. Ooh. <laughs> oh, I wish I took more pictures. You know, in those days, we weren't taking pictures. I might have taken twenty pictures or so. It. I, I could get I could <laughs> get you every photo I took from that entire trip. It, yeah, it was like almost a year of my life, and I have twenty photographs from it, and they're all crap. Like、mm. I didn't have a. You good, didn't even try to frame. I had I I had a one camera.、Mm. Uh, shout out to Aunt Lynn. It was the Pentax K one thousand with the fifty millimeter lens on it, and、mm-hmm. that was all I had. That was all I owned in the world of cameras.、Mm. I had no zoom lenses.、Mm. I would just get rolls of film, take shots as I biked. Very、mm. rarely, I'd very、mm. rarely stop, but I. I Oh, I'm so happy we live in an age where cameras、uh, flow like、yeah. wine at a party hosted by Bacchus. But then again, also you you got to just enjoy the trip. You weren't stopping to take pictures all the time. I mean, you still enjoy traveling with Pew. Is、mm-hmm. it's it's、uh, punctuated by drone stops, so we stop to take drone footage. <laughs> well, it's I, we got to stretch our legs anyway. Every two、yeah. or three hours,、yeah. it's kind of like a you know a twofer、mm-hmm. when I'm doing that. Yeah, and I get to have coffee.、Oh, I miss coffee. 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 I'll be back. I'm just gonna go to the nature cam, and <laughs> you can sing coffee as we fade to black. Give him, give him, give him the juice, okay? On your coffee song. All right, my coffee song because I miss coffee. This is Swinky's ode. This to is、coffee. the story of a girl. <laughs> Swinky's ode to coffee. All right, over the nature cam. Coffee. 
coffee.